You're listening to the Leaders of the Future podcast, where we believe the leaders of the future are the students of today. Welcome to episode 47, where we talk about discovering your core values whilst learning to lead well in life. We hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Leaders of the Future podcast. I am Julian from The 19 Project, joined as always by the happy and acclaimed Joel Bagnell of Axe Generation. <laughs> happy and acclaimed. Well, you, you didn't go for alliteration there. Um, no, I didn't. No, I thought. But you well, know if what? you are acclaimed, you would be happy though, wouldn't you? Yeah, maybe, maybe, you know, depends on, what I, depends on what I'm acclaimed for. You are a legend I, I, in your own mind. That's if right, I'm an, If I'm an acclaimed hot dog eater, is that really something to be happy about? <laughs> <laughs> You're acclaimed in your own home. Well, yeah, that also is another aspiration. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, how are you today? Are we, are we well? Yeah, mostly, mostly, uh, you know, <laughs> nothing that a good coffee and a little nap can't fix. Well, that's always true, isn't it? You're obviously of a certain age now then, if that's the stuff that's exciting you. Well, I, I'm not going to show my cards, reveal my cards too much, Julian, but it sounds like this is something you can recognize. Oh, absolutely. And um, if you're, if let's say you're supposed to have a cup of coffee um, I mean, I only drink decaf, so it wouldn't work for me. But a caffeinated coffee and then have a nap because then the caffeine will kick in 20 minutes later and it's supposed to wake you up. Oh, yes, the, the good old nappuccino. I don't know if that's true. Um, I've, I've heard Some people are just so immune to caffeine that they could have four or five cups of coffee and still go to sleep. So. Yeah, I feel like that's the nation of Denmark. But anyway, that's another. <laughs> that's a whole that's a, other topic, isn't uh, it? The amount of the amount of meetings I've been to late at night where they're just hooking into the coffee. Don't know how you guys do it. Yeah, we're probably the same. But uh, hey, we digress, don't we? We are on this leading yourself well kind of theme, and for the last few episodes, we've been talking about the dilemma, conundrum, the the challenge. It's sort of kind of around decision making, I guess, but this the opportunity how to say yes, how to say yes, how to say no, and and doing that well. And hopefully you listen to the last episode and you uh, we threw out quite a few tools actually, I think, at people to help them. And I, I liked what you said really. People have got to work out what works for them um in helping them make the best decisions and to be able to focus on the things that I think you said only they can do. You know, yeah. what What are the things that you have to do uh, that you should be saying yes to? And um, in this episode, kind of want to just move that on because I think we were starting to edge towards people understanding themselves a little bit better because that then helps them say yes and no. To talk about what, yeah. what I would talk about with people is their core values. What are your core values? Have you, deter- have you taken the time to determine what they might be and... In the last episode, you touched on the thing that Patrick Lencioni's recently done, the six working geniuses um, and his widget acronym. And that is possibly one thing that could help you discover what your core values are. Um, The downside of a podcast is we can't show you a list of words, but I have actually written a blog post on this. So if you go to the19project.com and go to my blogs and 
go down. I'm not sure when it was. I think it was last June. I wrote a post about core values and in there, you'll find a big list of um, words that would help you and an exercise to do, probably getting ahead of ourselves here, um, to help you discover your values, your core values. Um, I mean, I'll ask you a question, Joel. What do you think of when you think about core values? Yeah, uh, I think of a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I um, what do I think of? I mean, just just to just to sort of uh, season that uh, those those uh, last few points you, you raised about season away, uh, season away. Just put a little bit of uh, well, it's, I was going to say add add to it, but I really I, I really uh, like like what you had to say. I think part of the part of the issue or the the segue is. The, the, one of the most frustrating things in leadership is indecisiveness. When you feel indecisive or you have an indecisive leader and um, starting with a position, you know, knowing how to position yourself where you stand from helps you say yes and no. And the only way or the most healthy way to position yourself is to discover your core values. For me, knowing the core values is a relief. It is a relief. It's not stressful because... Um, your core values are the innate things that you feel or know or believe are important. And um, your core value, my core values might be different to your core values and so on. But but knowing who you are and knowing what you stand for, what comes naturally to you, your mindset, there's a huge relief in leadership. It's not a chore. It's not a point of comparison. It's, it's a point of identity and it's a point of uh, process for how you decide to lead and what you decide to do. So that's, so that's what I think. I think it's relaxing. I think it's enabling uh, to have core values because you just, when you know what you're all about, then life is easier. Yeah, and it's like everything else. There's exercises to help you find out what they are. But for me, I mean, it's a, dis- it's a lifetime of discovery, isn't it, really? And it's going through different experiences. When you get things right, you get things wrong. When you feel like you're in the zone or in your really, you know, you kind of go, oh, I felt like I was in a really happy place. That might be a sign of this is one of my core values because actually I feel fulfilled. I get excited about it. It would get me up in the morning, even if I wasn't getting paid to do it. I'd still want to do it. You know, I'd, I'd want to be known as this kind of person. And you know, when you're 19, 20, if I, in all honesty, I didn't really have think about my core values when I was 19 and 20. But I think as you journey through life and you go through different things, you do begin to say, do you know what? No, that's a no to that because it really doesn't bring out the best in me. You're not yeah. going to get the best from me doing that. Yeah. You're better putting me here um, because that that's the best of me. You're going to get the best of me in that place. Um, if you look in the Bible, just to, let's be spiritual for a minute. All right. It's a good idea. Um, cause I'm not sure in the last episode that, that we did actually. Any no, we just, we just gave loads, loads of tools <laughs> and, and, and a little, tools. little bit of a rebuke in there as well. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> but if, if you're over spiritualizing you, things, stop it. I know. Yeah. Stop over spiritualizing. But no, if you look at the Bible and you look at some of your favorite Bible characters, you'll see their core values play out because Samuel, the prophet Samuel, he valued integrity. David valued intimacy with God. 
Joseph valued purpose. Jeremiah valued perseverance. And, and we could go on. We could look at other people. And so in knowing that about them, you can see that that's why they made the decisions that they made. Because for Samuel, confronting Saul when he sacrificed because Samuel hadn't turned up in time, integrity said that was wrong. Whereas if you didn't value integrity, you might have gone, oh, well, okay, then I understand why you did it. That's okay. Let's move on. But he couldn't. He couldn't get past that because it was one, uh, you know, one of his core values. He wouldn't have described it like that. But we can see it represented in that. And I think that's the same for us. When we look back on our lives, we'll be able to see things, how we've reacted, how we've dealt with stuff that actually represent who we are and then would represent our core values, would be the words that we would use to describe us. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really helpful. I, um, when I started Lift Leaders, which is now become X Generations, one of the most helpful things uh, I did, or one of the most helpful things someone did for me was sat me down. We sat down for hours and started by talking about what, what are your core values? Who, who are you? Uh, what what's important to you? And I, I look back over those core values now and I'm like, yeah, I could probably listening to you talk about what was important to the Bible characters like integrity and persistence and stuff. I think there's maybe a few that I would like to add, but I will say this, my reflection over it is the best place to start with your core values is not what you wish you would be or not what you aspire to be one day. It is what is natural and innate to you right now? Where do you thrive right now? And for me, just to hold the microphone for a little longer, uh, when I when I started Lift Leaders, the three core values were number one, relationship. So always building relationship. Number two, having radical vision. So that is just, or you could call that faith, I guess, you know, believing in the big bigness of God and the bigness of what he wants to do always seeing the possibilities and opportunities and encouraging other people of that. And number three is being a catalyst. And that is not um, me not having to be the center of attention or me not having to be the one that does everything, but being a catalyst for what God wants to do through and in other people and letting them shine, equipping them, enabling them to be awesome. So, so that's, so that's where I started, but now I look back and I'm like, maybe I should add uh, things like integrity or <laughs> uh, excellence <laughs> or things like that. So, so that's just my uh, take on, on the, the core values process. But those core values would have represented you, but they also are the values that you wanted the organization to represent. Exactly. Yeah. So they, they obviously represent you because you were, other organization so there would have been other words that would have attached and so words like integrity may well have would have been there but again we shouldn't pick that word or have that word as a core value if we're then not going to make you know our, our decisions and our behaviors should match up with that word Definitely. so don't be putting integrity if it's going to be called into question on a regular basis Everyone's yeah. integrity gets called into question, but if it's if it's every day, then maybe integrity is not one of your core values. And you know what? That's okay. It's not that then you should just go freewheeling and do whatever you want, kind of thing, because that's not that's not who we are. <laughs> Ripping people off all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um go on, are you gonna say something? Oh no, it's just there's I I just think maybe we can all agree on as believers, you know, there is a there's just a base 
uh, a base value <laughs> of of being Christ-like or, you know, um, yeah. base human values. But do, do you want to hear something fun while we're on that? Go on, mate. I always uh, like to hear something fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so with Axe Generations, <laughs> I just met with the team last last week and we, de- we decided on what our core values were and we had to do them in Danish. Uh, and they were ordinlighed, moly, and generosity. Uh, and that means orderliness. Generos- generosity. I get that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Come on. it's, well done. You're learning. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, or, ordinlighed. Uh, yeah, that, it's another way of saying excellence or uh, doing things properly, doing things yep. ex- excellently. Moly means courageous. And generosity, yeah, it means means generous. And and it was interesting in that team environment what all of those words meant to everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so it's a great exercise to do. Like as a team leader, you will have innate values, but please bring them out to your team because everybody sees those core values from different angles and it adds so much to the cultural process. Uh, where excellence means one, uh, you know, to a more pastoral person, excellence means... Um, you know, uh, consulting people properly or informing them properly. For someone else, it's like, well, excellence is we want to be creative and always challenge ourselves to be better and have a, a better expression. So, yeah, that's just my other little uh, kick in there about uh, the values process, about also airing it with your team and finding out what those words mean to them too. Yeah, definition is very, very important, isn't it? Like you say. Um, and how people would work that out. And that's because of their own experiences of those words in the past. Because for some people, the word excellence terrifies them because they think it means perfection. Mm. And but, but obviously, that conversation would be able to help them understand, no, 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 we're, we're not talking about perfection. We're talking about being able to do the best that we can with what we have in our hands. We want to do things well. We've done a similar exercise um, in that we're going through some Lego serious play at the moment. So we've been taken through this process. And so we had to take a bunch of bricks. You get like, we, we're doing it quite quickly, but you'd normally get longer, but we got 20 minutes. We had to take some bricks and we had to build a model that represented the one best quality that we bring to the organization, which at first, and we'd gone through other things like build a tower and all different kinds of stuff to help us get into the flow of stuff, because that's a terrifying thought kind of like free play with Lego, Yahoo, just make something. But every brick rep- has to represent something and you have to explain what they all mean. But because I knew what my core values were, it actually made it really easy for me to build a model that represented me helping people on their journey, helping them to flourish and helping them to navigate. So I can't really describe it very well, but anyway. Uh, but it's part it of It sounds like an awesome exercise. But we all had to explain it and then we then moved seats and we then had to explain someone else's model having heard what they said about themselves and their quality that they brought. And now we're in the process of taking those models and building the organization and saying, where do they fit? So where does my quality of being able to equip people and grow them and help them to flourish um, which is three things really, but it's kind of represented in that model. Where does it fit in the organization alongside other people's qualities that they bring? Which is just fascinating really, that you could do that with a bunch of Lego. I think, <laughs> I lo- man, I love those kind of tools, those creative yeah. tools. Uh, I'm the last person to think of them, but man, there's so 
Yeah, there's such great illustrative power in that. Yeah. So let me um, throw out some questions to people to maybe help them in this discovery for their um, core values. These are not my questions. These come from Craig Rochelle in his book, uh, Core Zone or Chazone, I don't know how you pronounce it, which is all around helping you discover your purpose. But he asks three questions. What stirs up righteous anger inside of you? What brings you the most happiness and joy? When you look at your life, what core values do you see revealed in it? And I, I kind of like those questions. And like I say online, you better find lists of questions, lists of words that would help you perhaps identify the answers to those questions. Um, and, um, you know, read my blog post if you want to. But when I did, I did that exercise and it helped me kind of find the probably up to five words that you might describe. Like you got your three from uh, what was Lift Leaders, Axe Generations, maybe just shifting slightly, um, and for yourself. So for me, my core values would be growth, leadership, integrity, loyalty, and consistency. And as much as I've fought them over the years because loyalty and consistency are pretty boring words. They're not, to... they're not sexy until you know the power of them. <laughs> No, they're not sexy if you don't. No, that's not the word, is it? Am I the sexy if and you know it? They're not sexy. <laughs> at all. I never thought I would hear you <laughs> say a sentence like that. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, loyalty and consistency. Oh my word, they're such boring words. But you know what? Over fifty years now, I've been alive, and and thirty years in leadership, I've had to just come to the conclusion that that is who I am. I, you know, and those then create their own, they bring their own rewards in that I'm trustworthy and that I can get, I can get given something and people know that I'm not going to mess with it. I'm not going to, it's not going to, it's in safe hands. Let's put it that way. Because of my sense of loyalty to the vision and to my leaders, because I've got an, an air of consistency. Okay. This is my approach. This is how I will do this. It, it's, it's in good hands. I would have I would have you on any team uh, if those if those are your values loyalty and consistency because as a wise man once said a few episodes ago that consistency is an underrated attribute with exceptional rewards that was a uh, Mr Julian Clark there from Newton Aycliffe wow. so I yeah I think when people know the power of it then they will uh, do themselves a favor to cultivate that I was celebrating myself obviously. When I made that quote, <laughs> I, 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 I'm celebrating you if, if for you, you know, in the spirit of humility. Maybe humility is one of your core values, Julian, too. <laughs> hey, maybe it is. But uh, no, I, I love the process and just helping people lead themselves well. Getting this yes, no aspect of leadership is such an important place to start. And so hopefully over this episode and the previous one, we've helped you with a whole bunch of different tools that can, I don't know, give strength and depth to you as a leader in your ability to say yes to the right things and no to the right things. Thanks so much for listening today. We hope it inspires you and empowers you on your leadership journey. If you want to find out more about The 19 Project or Axe Generations, why don't you head to the19project.com or check out Axe Generations on Instagram or Facebook. We'll see you next time.